Say, Amos, this seems like Sunday. Well, it is Sunday. You see, Andy, we is on the radio now every Sunday on CBS for Rinso. That's right. Lever Brothers Company, the makers of new Rinso with Solium, brings you the show selected by you listeners as the best Amos and Andy program of 1948. Yes, sir, Rinso, the soap that contains Solium, the sunlight ingredient, brings you a full half hour of entertainment with Lou Lubin, Eddie Green, Ernestine Wade, the Jubilaires, Jeff Alexander's orchestra and chorus, and radio's all-time favorites, Amos and Andy. The Kingfish, as head of the lodge, has asked a few of the members to come over to the lodge hall on a very important matter. They met at 8 o'clock in the evening, and now at 2.30 in the morning, they are still gathered around the conference table, diligently pursuing the business at hand. Well, Brother Ender, what do you say? I got a pair of aces. <laughs> well, what you got, Ender? I've got three jacks. Too bad, boys. I got a full house. Three nines and two tens. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait, wait, hold the pot, fella. Hold, hold the pot. Hold, hold it. Hold it. Uh, what you got, Jordan? I, I got four of a kind. I, I got a spring. Uh, I, I got a flush thumb with it. I got a royal. Six cards. Uh, wait a minute, though. Uh, uh, that puts you out of the pot, Jordan. Well, it's my pot again, boys. Yeah, well, it's getting pretty late, too. I think we ought to call it quits. I've really been lucky tonight. Yeah, I ain't won a pot all evening. I done lost eight stacks. Yeah, I lost four stacks myself. Yes, and I'm out six stacks. You was the only winner, Kingfish. You cleaned everybody. How much did it amount to? Well, now, let me see here. I win 18 stacks. Uh, 100 to a stack, 18, uh, 11, 22, 47, 822. Uh, boys, you owe me eight cents. <laughs> Here, here's mine. Yeah, put it in the middle of the table, boy. Here you are. Yeah, there he is, Kingfish. Grand total's eight cents. Huh? Well, it's late, fellas. I, I, I'm, I'm going to get on home. Oh, wait a minute, Shorty. I'm going the same direction. I'll go with you. Yes, and I'm going too, boys. Good night, Kingfish. So long, Kingfish. Oh, so long, boy. So long, so long. Eight cents. One, two, three, and a nickel. Uh, wait a minute, sir. This year's a lead nickel. Now, how you like them cheats? Of all the low-down, sneaky, good-for-nothing tricks, a lead nickel. Serves them right that I was dealing off the bottom of the deck. <laughs> well, it's three o'clock in the morning. I certainly hope that my wife Sapphire is asleep. Oh, uh, uh, hello there, honey. Uh, 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 just playing a little innocent cards, honey. Uh, what you putting on the light for now? Uh, what you mad about? I've been waiting up for you for five hours. Yeah, well, now, uh, what you been waiting up for, honey? Because this come in the mail today. Oh, I didn't get a chance to see the afternoon mail. Uh... This was addressed to you, and I opened it by mistake. It's a New Year's card for you signed from one who loves you, your sweetheart. Well, uh, uh, now, uh, honey, uh, 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 somebody playing, uh, 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 you see, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 
Stevens, I ain't so sure. You've been out late three or four nights in the past two weeks. How do I know you've been playing cards? Well, there was nothing else for me to do, honey. I mean, uh, uh, you you have been out in the evenings working uh, on this welfare fund. From one who loves you, your sweetheart. This female meant this to be sincere. Yeah, but darling, I, I know uh, I, I, I wouldn't even look at another woman, though, honey. Oh, uh, no? What about that party we went to the other night when that young girl walked in in that form-fitting, hand-knitted dress she claimed she made herself? You didn't take your eyes off of her all evening. Honey, believe me, I was just trying to see what stitch she used. That's all I was... <laughs> Now, listen, George, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. I ain't gonna get excited about this. But if this card is from a girl, I'll break your neck. Well, I guarantee, honey, I'll find out who sent me that New Year's card. You better find out who it's from. Good night. Sweetheart, till we meet tomorrow. Uh, come in, uh, Andy. Yeah, hi, Kingfish. Hi. Uh, Andy, did you or anybody you know send me a New Year's card? I uh, know, Kingfish. What's the matter? Oh, somebody played a dirty trick on me. I got a New Year's card in the mail, and it looked like the thing is from some gal. On my way, Sapphire, see the thing at your raven mare. Well, who signed it? Uh, no signature. It was autonomous. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, Sir, on the bottom from one who loves you, your sweetheart. Yeah, well, a thing like that can cause serious reconcussions at home, all right. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Well, uh, I heard of a married man over here that got a New Year's card from a strange girl, and his wife found it out, so I done sent Layton over to talk to him. To see how he straightened it up with his wife, is he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta try everything, all right. Uh, what is all this mess you got here? Well, uh, I, I tell you what, I, I just got this uh, out of the closet here. It's, uh, it's a box, and it's uh, some old pictures uh, and uh, dresses in there, some uh, of gals that I used to go with before I was married, you see. Yeah. Well, I want to see if one of them could have sent it to me. Yeah, I can't tell. Maybe one of them old gals is still unsaturated, would you? <laughs> Let's see here now. Uh, uh, here is a picture of a gal, but she's married and lives in California. Couldn't have been her. Holy mackerel. Look at this next picture. Did you know a dame as ugly as this one? And that happens to be a picture of my wife, Sapphire. Pretty, pretty. Yeah, he pretty, yeah. I, I guess I had it upside down or something, King. Hey, uh, look at here in this memory book, Andy. Oh, yeah. There's a beautiful lock of hair. You sure was a romantic lover. What gal gave you this hair? Gal, nothing. That's my hair. Well, why would you put a lock of your hair in your memory book? Well, if my hair ain't a memory, I don't know what's his now. <laughs> oh, boy, look at this address book you got here. Yeah. You really know some gals. Look here. Lori Armstrong. Tall girl, brown eyes, good dancer, but be careful. Can punch from sitting position. <laughs> tell you something, boy. This is serious. You know what? Uh, wait a minute. Uh, come in. Uh, come in. Did you get that information for me, Lightning? Uh, Brother Kingfish, I went over to see that married man that got a card from some girl, but I couldn't see him. You don't do nothing right, Lightning. I sent you over to find out from the man how he straightened the mess out with his wife, and you come back here without seeing him. Well, he didn't straighten it out. His wife did. Uh, How? She shot him. Oh, me. 
Get out of here, Lightning. Uh, yes, sir. I'll whiz right on out. Say, Kingfish, uh, why is your eye so big? Listen, Ander, on account of burglaries in the neighborhood lately, I gave my wife a thirty-two revolver for Christmas. Sure enough. So, Ander, if you see a strange gal crying at my funeral, tell her I'm sorry that I didn't get a chance to thank her for the card, will you? <laughs> Did Ezekiel say when he saw the chariot rolling? He said, I want to go home to glory. Why don't you swing down, sweet chariot stopping, let me ride. Swing down, chariot stopping, let me ride. Rock me, Lord, rock me, Lord. Come and easy. I've got hope only. Others like, why don't you swing down, sweet chariot stopping, let me ride. Swing down, chariot stopping, let me ride. Rock me, Lord, rock me, Lord. Come and easy, I've got home only. Well, Ezekiel was out in the middle of the field. He saw an angel working on the chariot wheel. Wasn't too particular about the chariot wheel. Just wanted to see how a chariot feels. Why don't you swing, oh, sweet chariot? Come and go to carry me home, sweet Shop here and see by any chance he knows who done sent me that card. Yeah, let's do that. Well, hello there, Shorty. Hi, fellas. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you came in. I, I, I won't tell you what happened just outside the shop here. There were two cars coming from both of them. There, there was a fellow with a gun. He, he was a white. He stu- uh, the fire department had to put out a bit. Stop interrupting me, will you? Listen, Shorty. Listen here. Whatever happened, it ain't as important as what happened to the Kingfish. He wants to speak to you about a New Year's card that he got in the mail. Yeah. Sure, speaking of New Year's cards, fellas, I, I just got one in the mail a few minutes ago. Here, here it is. I, I'll read it to you. Oh, it's really lovely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is the thing? Oh, it's from Frank R. Thompson. You, you know that undertaker and funeral director that's up the block? Oh, yeah, I know that undertaker. What did the card say? Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, l- l- listen, let's l- l- see. Happy stars at the old year's end. 
for long I've been your trusted friend. And here's my thought for 49. Perhaps this year you will be mine. Yeah, Shorty, that's a beautiful thought, all right. Uh, Shorty, I've been trying to find out who sent me a New Year's card signed Joe Sweetheart. Now, I don't know whether it was a joke or if it's from some gal that I ain't seen for a long time. Hey, wait a minute, Ken Chris. Does you remember a gal by the name of Helen Jackson? Oh, yeah, I used to go with her, but before I married, uh, met Sapphire, but, but she lived down in Georgia. Yeah, I, I know, but about a month ago, she, she come to New York, you know. She's living in that apartment over the new drugstore. I mean, maybe she sent it. I, I, I don't think she knows you as married. Yeah, Helen Jackson, come to think of it, she used to call me sweetheart. Mm. I think I'll drop over and see her this evening and see if she sent it. My wife will be out doing welfare work. I'll tell her that I go into a lodge meeting. Yeah, that might be a good lead for the Kingfish, Shorty. Yeah, well, boys, I'm going to close up the shop here. I'm, I'm tired. Uh, Shorty, look here. You was one of the hardest working fellas I ever saw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm working too hard. But, but tomorrow, I'm, I'm getting something in the shop here that, that'll save me a lot of time and work, too. I, as a matter of fact, what I'm getting is, is going to make it possible for me to shave two customers at the same time. You could shave two customers at the same time? Yeah, that's right. Well, what in the world is you getting, Shorty? Oh, I'm getting me one of them great big... Uh, 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 I'm, I'm getting a, a special 60-cycle... I'm, I'm getting one of them new electric, uh, you, you push the button, uh, you, you turn it, you plug in the, uh, that, uh, when you get, blah, 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 another barber. Oh, yeah. Well, Shorty said that she lived in the apartment over the drugstore. Well, yeah, this must be Helen Jackson's place. If she's the one that sent that card, I can clear this thing up right now. Women do the craziest thing. Uh, good evening. Uh, excuse me, but is uh, you Helen Jackson? That's right. Uh, well, uh, uh, does you remember George Stevens from down in Georgia? George Stevens? Why, of course I can see the resemblance. You must be his father. Uh, no, no, I was George Stevens, uh, your old boyfriend. Oh, yes, George. So, yeah. Won't you come in? Yes. Take off your hat and coat. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, oh, I'm sorry I didn't recognize you, George. I mean, Mr. Stevens. Well, I hardly know what to call you. It's been years since we went together down in Georgia. Oh, just call me the name you used to call me in them days. All right. Well, how have you been, egghead? Uh, <laughs> Clean forgot about that one. Uh, <laughs> Helen, by any chance, did you send me a New Year's card? No, I didn't send you a New Year's card. Why would I? Uh, oh, excuse me. Oh, uh, hello. Miss Jackson? Yes. Uh, this is Mrs. Stevens, the chairman of the local welfare fund. One of our workers said you had a box of clothes to donate. That's right. Well, I happen to be in the drugstore right under your apartment. I thought I'd come up and get your contribution. Well, that'll be fine. You can come right on up. All right. I'll be up there in just a minute. All right. I'll expect you. Goodbye, Mrs. Stevens. Oh, uh, you see, Helen, the reason I asked you about the card, uh, the, uh, the card, uh, the, uh, did you just say, uh, goodbye, Mrs. Stevens? Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, well, I guess there's a lot of Stevens in New York. And <laughs> telephone book must be loaded with them. Uh, 
Now, as I was saying about the New Year's card... Uh, uh, she was down at the drugstore. She's on her way up here now. You see, she's the chairman of the local welfare committee, and I have some things for her. Holy mackerel, that's the battle axe. <laughs> I told her that I was at a large meeting tonight. Oh, she'll never understand. Let me get out of here. But Egghead... Oh, wait a minute. Let me get down these steps. Oh, me, I left my overcoat in Helen's apartment. I just grabbing my overcoat. Holy smoke. I left my hat up there. Oh, here's my hat. Now let me get out of here. Excuse me, is this the apartment? Out of my way, madam. My wife's on the way up here. George, David! A sapphire. George, what you doing in this woman's apartment? Uh, well, I come up here. I went over. I, I, I tell you about... Uh, <laughs> What's going on? I'm going home right this second and start proceedings. I'm going to sue you for separate maintenance. Good night. Oh, I tell you, Anna, this is the worst mess I've ever been in. After Sapphire caught me leaving the gal's apartment, she wouldn't even give me a chance to explain. She went right home to her mama. Yeah, Kingfish, that's a mess, all right. Yeah, but the worst thing is, she is suing me for separate maintenance. So far, I've been able to duck the process server that she got after me. Yeah, man looking for you with a summons, huh? Oh, yeah. Every time I see a spin man coming around here, I jump in that closet and lock the door from the inside. Yeah, well, you know, maybe you could hide over... Oh, uh, wait, wait a minute. Who's that coming down the hall there? Who, who, uh... Oh, Fred Gwendell, the newspaper man. Oh, yeah. Come in, Gwendell. Come well, in. hello there, boys. Hello. Greetings and salutations. <laughs> I suppose you come over here to get the newspaper story about Sapphire suing the Kingfish for a separate mayonnaise. Uh, uh, no, no, boy, no, no. I tell you what, boys, I am through with the newspaper. Yeah, well, that's good news to me. What happened? Uh, well, the editor wanted me to write a gossip column telling about scandal, about the married couples that I know in town that's having trouble, and I just wouldn't do dirty tricks like that to my friends, so I quit my job at the newspaper. Well, now, that's what I call a gentleman and a true friend. Sure is. What kind of job you got now? Uh, as a process server, here's your summons, Kingfish. See you in court. <laughs> You know, when I told a friend of my wife's that new rinse with solium puts sunshine in your wash even if it's dried indoors, she said, John Lake, that's the most wonderful thing I ever heard. You mean I can get a bright wash without getting my hands cold and raw hanging the wash on the line? Yes, I said, and what's more, rinse in your wash, whether it's dried indoors or out, gets white clothes not just whiter but whiter than you. And washable colors, not just brighter, but brighter than the day you bought them. New Rinso, you see, contains the scientific sunlight ingredient, solium. It's the result of wartime research by the famous laboratories of Lever Brothers Company. Rinso with solium gives your wash a new brilliance never known before new Rinso was developed. That wonderful Rinso brilliance must be seen to be appreciated. I think you'd better... Do your next wash with New Rinso. New Rinso is the only soap that contains solium. Well, 
As judge of this court, I would like to warn the spectators we will have no demonstration while Mrs. Stevens, the plaintiff, is on the stand. Will the attorney for the plaintiff please proceed? Mrs. Stevens, do you think that you could finish telling the court what happened? Well, Your Honor, I was collecting for the welfare fund. And when I reached the top of the steps by the door leading to Miss Jackson's apartment, the door opened and my husband come rushing out and almost knocked me down. He said, out of the way, madam. My wife is on her way up here. (laughs) I've seen him with my own eyes, and that's why I want separate maintenance. That will be all. Does Mr. Stonewall, the attorney for the defendant, wish to cross-examine Mrs. Stevens? No, no, man. Don't you cross-examine her. She got the goods on her. That will be all. That will be all, Stevens. Oh, Stonewall, I is nervous. Yeah, but I ain't worried, Kingfish. I got a perfect record in this court, and I'm out to win this case so I can break my losing streak. If that Helen Jackson hadn't gone out of town, she would have made a good witness for us. Order in the court. Continuing with the case of Stevens versus Stevens, the attorney for the defense may now proceed. Your Honor, I'd like to have my client, George Stevens, to take the stand. Uh, come in. Uh, 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 come in right up, yes. Raise your right hand. Yes. You solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth will help you? Uh, yes, sir, yes. Now, now, Mr. Stevens... In her complaint, your wife stated that you were absent from your home on various occasions. She further implied that on these nights you were seeking feminine companionship with a beautiful girl. Was it? You rascal, you. (laughs) No, I was not. Nice going, Bub. Now, now, Mr. Stevens, will you tell us in your own words, what happened the night you lied to your wife about going to a large meeting and went to see your sweetheart, Helen Jackson, instead? Well, uh, uh, I just went to see this Helen Jackson to find out if she sent me a New Year's card and signed it your sweetheart. When she said she didn't, why, I rushed out of the apartment and I run into my wife just outside the apartment door. No. There you are. That's my client's story, which shows exactly what his intentions were. Never for one moment what is his his plan to let his wife catch him in his girlfriend's apartment. Wait a minute, Stone. Don't worry, Klein. We got him rolling, huh? You are? I would like to review the facts at this point. The evidence against my client shows, first, he stayed out late nights. Second, he lied to his wife. <laughs> Third, she caught him coming out of another woman's apartment. But now, let me list the overwhelming facts in favor of my client. Now, one, Mr. Stevens never... Uh, he wasn't the... Uh, uh, <laughs> Can we have a recess till I can think of something fair for my... Well, uh, this is very irregular. Your Honor, 
As attorney for the plaintiff in this case, could I have your permission to cross-examine the defendant for just a second before he leaves the stand? Uh, proceed with the cross-examination. Well, Stonewall, what must I do? Oh, don't worry, Kingfish. Is there anything out line? I'll object right off the bat. Yeah, well, get ready to object, because he's going to start on me here. <laughs> now, Mr. Stevens, you admitted that you were a friend of Helen Jackson's. You admitted that you were alone in her apartment with her. Now, Mr. Stevens, just how friendly were you? <laughs> well, uh, you, uh, they, uh, you see, they, they, uh, 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 Stonewall, ain't you going to object to that question? <laughs> no, man, I can't enjoy hearing the answer to that question. Refuse to answer that question. Uh, yes, I'm glad to refuse. Thank you for giving me the chance. Yes. <laughs> now, Stevens, if this whole thing was so innocent as you claim, why did you attempt to run out of the apartment when you knew your wife was coming? I object, Your Honor. Why do you object to your client answering that question? Because it'll hurt his reputation, which ain't too good as it is. <laughs> That is irrelevant, immaterial, and several other things. And not only that, it's very embarrassing to the defendant. Well, I don't see anything so embarrassing about it. Listen, Your Honor, how would you like to get caught coming out of a dame's apartment? If you don't want your language in this court, you'll be cited for contempt. Well, I say, I'd like to apologize if I could. Your I... Honor? Your Honor, could I interrupt this case? Quiet. Quiet in this courtroom, please. Now, what is it, Mrs. Stevens? When I got off the witness stand, there was a long-distance telephone call waiting for me from Miss Helen Jackson in Georgia. She'd heard about the case, and she's then explained everything, and I would like to drop the charges against my husband. Well, Mrs. Stevens, it's the policy of this court to preserve the family unit whenever possible. It gives me pleasure to grant your request. Case dismissed. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, Sapphire, Sapphire, thank you, honey, thank you. George, I'm sorry I accused you of being involved with Helen Jackson. Oh, gee, I was glad you talked to that gal, and she straightened it out, honey. I was the happiest man in the world to be back with you. Oh, I'm glad you're happy, George. And I'm glad the trial is over. But there'll always be a little something in my mind wondering who the female was that sent you that New Year's card. Honey, look here. You has got to get that out of your mind. Well, Kingfish, me and Ruby is glad that you and Sapphire could come over for supper tonight and kind of celebrate you two getting back together again. Glad you could come, too, Andy. Yeah, when are we going to eat around here, Amos? Uh, well, uh, Sapphire's out in the kitchen now. Amos just said helping Ruby uh, ought to be pretty quick, I guess. Well, Kingfish, I bet you was glad that trial is over, ain't you? I'll say I is, boy. But there's still a little cloud hanging over Sapphire's head about that New Year's card. And over mine, too. Don't give us that stuff, you old wolf. Ha, ha, ha. Ruby says if you boys is going to make so much noise, you better close the door to the kids' room. They're going to sleep. Oh, thank you, Sapphire. I'll close the door, yeah. da da dee 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 Look at that, fellas. There's my little daughter, Albedella, in there saying a prayer. i close the door so she won't hear it. And now, dear Lord, please bless Mama and Daddy, our family, and all their friends. And I hope Uncle Kingfish enjoyed the New Year's card I sent him. Amen. 
about our announcer John Lake is that he don't try to beat you over the head when he sells you something. He don't have to. He just tells you the facts about new Rinso with Solium. The truth about that wonderful new Rinso is enough to make everybody want it. Andy, you're right. Rinso is so marvelous that today more women use Rinso than any other wash day soap in the world. Only new Rinso contains Solium. Ladies and gentlemen, we are two very happy fellows. Starting next Sunday and every Sunday thereafter, the Jack Benny Show and What a Show will be on the Columbia Broadcasting System just ahead of us. Yes, sir. Next Sunday, you will get Jack Benny at the same time you always get him, but you'll get him on the Columbia Broadcasting System. Listen to CBS next Sunday for Jack Benny and Amos and Andy right together. So in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, a very happy New Year. And that goes for everybody in the cast. See you next Sunday. Stay tuned in for the adventures of Sam Spade, which follow immediately over many of these stations. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.